0: Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. Sucks. food doesn't taste good, nothing smells good, and I am fully broken inside. Hello and welcome everybody to Oilers Nation After Dark, live from inside the Sports Closet Studio, where the first comment was, I believe it was actually, I mean, I can't even scroll up so far. There's so many people in here firing off takes right now. But I believe the first uh, comment in there was that we're going to win this game. And wow, what a great game. That I, I believe Dacky posted three hours before. Well, Dacky, it did not go that way. The Edmonton Oilers drop another one. They drop another effort. And this time, it was Jonathan Quick. Because, of course, in the pregame show, we said that we felt very confident with Quickie in the net. I even believe I said, quote myself, light him up, boys. Well, we couldn't even get a single one past him as the New York Rangers were able to take down the Edmonton Oilers by a score of three to nothing. Really kind of, really kind of took the vibes out of that place from the whole Ring of Honor night. I see a lot of you in the chat right now firing off your takes. Lance, I did laugh as you shake it off board. So you just pack it in. Hey, at Oilers Nation After Dark, we do not pack it in. We never quit. We never surrender because we got to cope through this together. And to be honest with you, I don't think there's a better person to help us cope than my guest this evening, who is the one, the only, the bagged milk. BM, how are you feeling tonight after that performance?
2: Everything sucks. You're right music doesn't sound good food doesn't sound doesn't taste good my beer was gross i'm sad i'm angry i hate that i'm an oilers fan today but i love this team so much so i'm gonna be back on whenever the next game is sunday i suppose wow the oilers are so bad dude the last time they had one win through this many games was do you know when do you know the answer no it was when dallas aiken showed up think about it we're swarming all over again my god it is not good this is a dire situation. I am upset. I'm rattled.
0: Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Now, the title of the pregame show before BM was the panic button is officially out. I said I will not press the panic button until after the Heritage Classic. But let's just say my hand is hovering right over top of it. And if somebody looks at me in the wrong way, I'm either going to hit the button I'm going to hit them. <laughs> this I'm is the not player. been a good evening. This has not been a good start to the season. So let's dig into this game with the Crown Royal scoring summary. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't taken a drink of this yet on air. Oh, this one's this one has the lid on it, and it's still it's still got the plastic wrapping. But we love Crown Royal. If there was ever a night to dig into a bottle like this, or if you've got one at home. Drown your sorrows with Crown Royal. They are the best. They'll make everything. It goes down smooth, so it makes a loss go down smooth as well. But as I said, the New York Rangers took down the Oilers 3-0. I'm sure all of you are aware of that. Jonathan Quick, of course, put up a 29-save shutout. His save percentage and goals against now, actually. I mean, it's only been two games. I'm sure those numbers are through the roof. The Oilers... Stuart Skinner, three goals allowed on 32 shots. Here, we'll start there. Actually, I got I got that question for you first, Bag Milk. What did you think of Stuart Skinner this evening? We'll go to the scoring report right after. I'm just curious because I was talking about Pat before.
2: Arguably, he was one of the best Oilers tonight. Right? If it wasn't for... I know people are going to be rattled. I'm reading the YouTube chat. I know people are going to be rattled that he gave up three goals. But ultimately, that would have been way worse had Stu not been dialed in, there was so many great eight chances. I don't understand why the Oilers are a shooting gallery from the slot and from high danger spots right now. It is driving me bananas. So to answer your question, Stu was not the problem today at all. 29 saves, a 906. I know 906 ain't that sexy. I get that, baby. But it's sexy enough for me. Sometimes. But listen, it doesn't matter what Stuart Skinner does or does not do on a night when the Oilers scores zero goals. You can't win with zero goals. And again, you guys said it on the pregame show. It was Jonathan Quick. There's no reason that the Oilers couldn't get at least one by him. This isn't 2012. What the fuck's going on? It makes no sense to me
0: at all, but it also at the same time does make so much sense because these are the Oilers I've known and loved for my entire life. And it does kind of feel a little bit like home. So continuing with the Crown Royal scoring summary, it was Adam Fox... Oh, it was Adam Fox in the second period. <laughs> he was able to get one on the power play, assisted by Vinny Trocheck and Artemi Panarin. We knew before the game, the Rangers power play. We had our friend on uh, the pregame with Boardsy show from New York, and he said the, Van- the New York Rangers are power play merchants, kind of like the Edmonton Oilers. Well, the New York Rangers were able to bury on the power play tonight, at least. What did you think of that unit tonight? I mean... I mean, they were only, I'm looking here, they were one for three. Wow, we only took three penalties. We didn't take three too many men's. There's some positivity. I see somebody in the chat here saying, tell me three positive things about that game. There's one. We got one. But what'd you think of the first one? Adam Fox, boy, that man is good at hockey. Quite shot.
2: Yeah, I'd be more impressed if he was a literal Fox, but unfortunately I can't have it all. So I think that, yeah, Adam Fox, he's a hell of a player. He he really is. He's mobile. He's got some scoring touch. He obviously is doing great things for the Rangers on the blue line, but I'm more troubled by the Oilers' lack of power play right now. It is a very powerless play without Connor. and I get it. McDavid's the best player on earth, but still there's enough good quality NHL players on this roster that we should not look this disorganized and this bad. The problem I have with the power play right now, specifically the Oilers is that they've only got one pitch. It's just a fastball and it's a hell of a fastball, but it is coming down Broadway every single time. And teams are figuring it out right now. They need to figure out a different approach. They need to figure out a different kind of vibe on the power play because nothing is working.
0: Yeah. I see a couple of people in the chat here. Gina said, if we ignore the second period, that game was great. Well, we can't ignore the second period, and I still don't even know if I fully agree with that. I don't think there was much great in this game tonight. I'm seeing people talking about Dryan McDavid leaving because of course there's still 75 more games to go this season, right? Like <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's right. Um let's 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 get let's get rid of the the big boys are leaving kind of talk. I see Liam Horbin is in here. The man himself. You join me for the pregame. We can be pissed, but at least like the video. (laughs) That's right, Liam. We're looking for 97 likes. We need it now more than ever because my God, do we need Connor McDavid back in this lineup? I said it's bad. We'll get into it in a bit, but I just want to say like I used to have so much confidence in this team and whatever lead it was that they could always score a couple. We're never truly out of a game. Man, that third period started, and I was like, okay, when are we starting after dark? Because I know how this one's going to end, BM.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, right now, the Oilers have been outscored 10 to 1 in the third period of all seven games. Like all seven games, the Oilers have one goal in the final third of the hockey game. It makes zero sense. And it would have been worse. It would have been 11 to 1, that ratio, had that goal for the Rangers counted in the third period, which I was stunned it got called back, but I guess you take it. But Yeah, it it is dreadful, dude. Like you said, last year, the Oilers could be down by two, down by three in the third period. They get a quick one. You go, you know what? It's coming. Watch what happens next. This year, there was none of that. The pushback has been... Well, to be fair, the Oilers did play reasonably well in the third period, I thought, tonight. I thought they were shooting the most that they did all night at any point. Remember, in the first period, they had five shots on net. And in the third period, at least they jumped it up to 11, 13 in in the second, but... There's just nothing going in. The snake bite is real. It is dangerous and it is violent. I do not like what is going on with the lack of scoring right now.
0: Yeah, it's funny you say that about the Oilers, that, you know, we had the confidence. Last year, if the Oilers were down in the third, you bet your ass I was going to live bet them every single time, chase the juice. I have not done that once this year because, frankly, I'm just not confident in the big dogs. But I did like that you pointed out in the first period there, I thought we came out, I mean, we only had five shots or whatever. But at the very beginning of the game, Yanmark got a nice early cross ice chance. You can't help but think maybe a proper first liner would have buried that one. I don't know. And then a couple of minutes later, Warren Fogle had the same opportunity cross ice chance, but he hits quick in the glove. It kind of hit the post as well. Those were our moments. But for me, BM, the theme of tonight and the theme of everything for the Edmonton Oilers this year, at least for me personally, let me know in the chat. It's crazy turnover after turnover after turnover in your own end, in their end, can't even complete a four-foot pass. Like, these breakouts from the Edmonton Oilers, there was one. I think it was in the first period it was. But Dar- uh, Darnell's behind the net. Everybody's coming back. They circle around the faceoff dots for a proper breakout. I was like, oh, my God, we got one. Darnell just zipped the puck down the ice. It went for icing. Ryan McLeod beat the icing, so at least there was that. But it's stuff like that, bag milk. I, I can't see them complete a pass. They can't see two feet in front of their own
2: face right now. The details. They're like they're just lack of execution on the details is bananas. I'm looking at the NHL page right now and it has the others listed at only nine turnovers. I feel like that is incredibly generous. I feel like there's no way that number is accurate at all. I just, I don't get it. The fundamentals of their game are just not there right now. You're trying to look for positives. You're trying to see that they're making improvements game over game, even if you lose. But right now it's hard to find. And I got to tell you, dude, the most fun I had all night was bringing back the here comes the Oilers hashtag on Twitter. That was the best part of my night. And that is a very sad thing to say at the end of October.
0: Uh, The best part of my night was when I did the draft lottery on my phone. But uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the Calgary Flames got first overall, but yeah. we got we got second overall, so I was kind of happy with that. But the bar is pretty low tonight, baby. Anything could make my day. Um, just kind of wrapping up some things here in the game. Now we only took we gave them we gave them how many power plays did they have? I said they were one for three. However, I did think it was kind of the same theme of dumb penalties per se. The Warren Fogle high stick one—he's just skating in the ice with his stick up in the air. And it just happened to go into Buddy's face, and I'm like, well, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And then the Evander Kane one with where he like lifted Buddy's stick up out of his hand. That one annoyed That's me. Him. That guy's got to hold on to a stick like a man. He's but after drift. after what we saw Leon Dreisidel get called for something like that a couple games ago this season, I think the awareness would be there. It was funny because pregaming Liam's I don't know, instruction to the team was I thought pretty funny. Be more aware. Well, that wasn't the awareness I was looking for, BM.
2: No, killed like the the Kane one. It just annoyed me because old baby grip didn't have his stick in his yeah. hand, apparently. And he hits it, flies 20 feet in the air, and then they, it negated a full minute of that power play. I'm not saying the Oilers would have scored on it because they didn't score at all, but it is an annoying penalty to take. I actually think that Kane got the raw deal on it. I think that was a weak call. And hang on to your fucking stick, bro. I agree. It was so soft, but
0: I don't know. Like I wasn't surprised when they called it because I saw what happened to Leon a couple games ago and they called that. Yeah, there's that. But you know what? This seems about the time where it's let's get through this together as a family. It's time for the good, bad and the oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross BM. There's only one thing better than sharing memories. I said it last game. It's deleting these ones. No, it's making new ones. It's making new ones on Sunday. That's that's where it's all at. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories, though, and more. Wherever travel is going to take you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Okay, Pat, let's get into it. Let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. I thought, PM, me personally, the third line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Halloween season, baby. Look at me. Look out behind you, Backbone. Look out yeah, behind you.
2: The, the, the guy from Scream is just the Oilers stabbing my feelings. That's just how I feel today. But yes, it is spooky season, as you were, Aaron. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. The, so the third line I thought was my good tonight. I thought Ryan McLeod, Dylan Holloway, and Connor Brown once again were the best line for the Edmonton Oilers. They did not produce, which just feels like banging my head against this fake brick wall. Wait, real brick wall behind me. Only totally real oh, brick. and it's just so frustrating not to see him get a goal, but they were all over the ice tonight. I thought Connor Brown stood out. I see some people in here who disagree. Bag milk, settle a bet. How did you think the third line and Connor Brown played tonight?
2: I thought that the arguably the best, most consistent line that the Oilers had just full stop as for Connor Brown specifically, this was his best game as an oiler. Yeah. I mean, I know the bar is low right now in terms of what that looks like for Connor Brown, but he had some good looks like with a little bit of luck, he gets a goal tonight, I think. But if this is how he can play, let's see it. Let's see him do it again. Let's see him replicate because that was the best effort we've seen from Brown so far. Remember, we've got three games until that bonus kicks in. Not, not that I'm saying that the Oilers is going to wave him. Maybe they should, but Save a little money on the cap next year. yeah. Anybody? Uh, But this was his best game as an oiler. He just, he had some bad luck. Didn't get a goal, but more performances like that, it will come.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing a classic polarizing oiler fans in the chat. As Naeem said, third line, not doing shit. Immediately followed up by number one fan said, third line, we're buzzing. (laughs) Right, baby? Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. Hey, it's okay. This is where we go to vent. So I love it. Everybody, get your likes in, get your comments in. We're looking for 97 likes. You'd be extra clear about that because we gotta will something together here right now. Just looking through the chat. Sample said Brown looked better. Prad Nesky said, and once again hasn't amounted to anything. I think that's more for the third line. But I can't complain about my third line playing that well and not really producing. It will come, or at least that's what I'm gonna keep telling myself. That's what I keep telling myself about the oilers in general. The run, the the winning streak, it will come, it will happen. Hey, it's always darkest before the dawn. Didn't didn't Batman say that?
2: Yeah, I believe he did. Batman oh, was, was very, very wise. Maybe it was Harvey Dent. Could have been Harvey Dent. Doesn't matter, two really.
0: Maybe Two-Face. Ah, whatever. Whatever. You got what I was getting at. But right now, it's not looking too good for the team as a whole, but the third line was pretty good. Tyson says, I'd like to see Holloway played more. That also kind of comes into, earlier when I said Matthias Janmark, the beginning of the game, he had a great opportunity and a cross-ice chance. You can't help but think, I don't want to say this, but a real first liner would bury that opportunity. If Dylan Holloway's in that spot, I'd like to see at least what he could do in that moment. BM, do you think Dylan Holloway
2: should get the upgrade to the first line? I'd like to see him get a look, Something. You know? a little peek, just a little taste, even like Holloway played 1533 tonight. He had two hits, uh, no one shot on goal. I think that, he's got the skill required to be up there and i'm curious i'd love to hear woody give a real explanation on why he's not getting the look i'd love to know why he's still on the third line listen man we've got matthias yamark up moonlighting up on the first line for a minute eh, come on just let's try something new. do you might even like it Ooh. Yeah,
0: I think at this point, you have to reward your big – he's a former first-round pick. Like, this is what we accounted for. We thought at come around this season, he could be a top-six player. But um, I saw this in your man. The chat is flying right now. I like Lance Kane's point here. He said, as long as the third line doesn't get scored on, right, the top two lines are the ones who are supposed to
2: produce. Yeah, the top two lines are supposed to produce. But I think that the Oilers have a good enough top nine that they should all be producing. But it is amazing to me. It is jarring to me that everybody is ice cold right now all at the same time. It is like nobody has any mojo right now. So third line had some great looks tonight. I saw someone in the chat that said good looks don't matter on the scoreboard. 100%. But we're trying to polish a turd here, my guy. So sometimes you got to just reach into the old bin and see what kind of straws you can pull out of there. But ultimately, I think that if the third line keeps playing like that, they're going to get goals. They will score goals. There's talent there. There's some finish on that line. The concern is that everybody's cold. Everybody is icy right now. And that is not good. Not good at all.
0: No, it's kind of... yeah. It's It's really... It's really hitting everyone on the entire team. I see Corb seventy seven said, "Put bag milk on the blue line." BM, how's your skating these days?
2: Ah, uh, you know what? My I skate like an angel, Aaron. Actually, so I think I'm ready. If Woody wants to give me a look, I'm a little out of shape. It's going to take me a minute to get myself going, but I feel like I've got the spirit. I feel like I can be a big, a good glue guy in the room. Oh yeah, you know? I'll make the coffee. I'll cut the orange slices. I'll, I'll even bring the loony sticks. We'll pretend like this is just a like a kid's tournament again. We'll have some fun in there because I guarantee nobody's having any fun. I agree. I should get a contract. League minimum will be fine. I would sign for a million dollars plus whatever they want to offer me.
0: Bag milk, okay. I feel like you'd be a really good DJ in the room. I feel like you're an all-time vibes guy because even here in the office, you're the vibes guy.
2: Yeah, I agree. I would like to agree with you. I feel like I would do a really nice mix. Before the game, we would stop listening to whatever the boys are listening to right now, we would go straight to Norwegian death metal. It would be like some crazy shit that makes you want to burn buildings down. That's where we need to go in the pregame list. Post-win, we have more vibes. I feel like I'm already building a list in my head, Aaron. They just need to give me the chance. That's all I'm asking for. Just one opportunity.
0: Sign my brother, bag milk. But okay, as always, with the good comes the bad. And I would love all of you to throw in your takes in the chat because we could have picked a number of things tonight, but Patrick, I picked turnovers, 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 because I can't get over, and I already mentioned it, the inability to complete the simplest of passes, the simplest of breakouts. Even, Pat, we pointed out it was Fogle, Nurse, and somebody else. It was a three-on-one. Fogle has the puck, and he somehow doesn't even complete one pass the puck goes over the glass and at that moment i was ready to bang my head against the wall it was absolutely brutal pat anything on the turnovers
3: it's so bad i'm i'm marking it down right now next game i am going to count every single time we hit a skate or a stick it goes up in the stands because i the amount of skates we hit tonight is just unbelievable.
0: You should throw us in a three box so we can all three so yeah, hang out gonna, right now. I know. I want to see bag milk in his lovely... his lovely screamness right there. But bag milk for turnovers, 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 or the bad in general. What's your bad tonight? Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, the turnovers. It's just a lack of fundamentals, a lack of execution on the fundamentals, just the basic plays that they're doing. And... Just to add into what you guys are talking about right now, the Oilers are trying to be too sexy on offense, and they are not scoring any goals. Stop looking for the highlight bo- highlight real plays, boys. Let's get some shots on net. Let's get some traffic in front of the goaltenders, and let's start digging in the crease for some garbage. Those ones are just as beautiful to me as the highlight real goals. I promise nobody's going to mind. But right now they're just—they're really overcomplicating any everything. They're not executing on the smallest of details. You guys are 100% right. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers—as bad as it gets. And a
0: man who is responsible for some of those turnovers—I see Gina in here quoted him for us. I think Nurse after the game had a quote. It's easy to point fingers. Everyone's got to look in the mirror and do a whole lot fucking better. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, Darnell. And just because you curse doesn't mean you're off the hook like Jay Woodcroft the other night. Because mm. I really like that one. I don't care if you curse, Darnell. Um, anything else point out to you specifically tonight,
2: Bag Milk for the bad? I see five shots in the first here. Five shots in the first. That that just annoys me so much. Like, I think it was, I'm, try, I'm doing this off the dome now, but I think we were about midway through the game, almost at the 30-minute mark, and the Oilers had something like seven shots. You know they really poured it off, poured it off, or uh, poured it on—I should say—as the game went on and into the third period. But there's some score effects in there as well. When you're down by three, you got to throw everything in the net. And I just, yeah, it's got to be the lack of shots, the lack of a quick start. I don't know what is going on with this team, but this has been a problem that we've been suffering with for years now, and it drives me nuts.
0: I see Liam in here. Said all Capitals. Uh oh, f bomb, Liam. This is Oilers Nation after dark. Okay, put your kids to bed. Because we need to cope. and We need to cope together right now. Keep letting me know what your bad is tonight. Really, all of tonight is bad, so we're pretty much doing this for the entire show. But let's get into the oily. It was hard to pick something oily this evening. So, Bag Milk, I'm going to refer to my resident older Oilers fan. I'm not going to call you old. But it's the Doug Waite Ring of Honor night. I said before we went live here, I was born in 1995. So I don't have really too many memories, if at all, of Doug Waite. So UBM, what's your favorite Doug Waite memory in an Oilers jersey?
2: Doug Waite, for a long time, was easily the best player the Oilers had. He was the most skilled before Connor. Remember, he was the last oiler to get 100 points in a season. So that was the kind of guy he was. He had all kinds of skill. And as a young dude, I loved it. I loved watching him dipsy doodle. He used to tuck the jersey in in the back. I know a lot of kids my age were tucking jerseys because of Doug Wade back in the 90s. I loved the way he played hockey. He was a great captain, but unfortunately, he also played in Edmonton at a time when they were broke ass and they could not afford to keep anybody. So when I think of Doug Wade, I think about all kinds of skill. I think about every girl in my elementary school thinking he was the cutest oiler and I think about the time that he I got my picture taken with him at Carnival of Champions which the oiler should absolutely bring back again that was great for the community Doug Waite was a legend happy to see him out there and even like a more recent memory how about him and the relationship between him and Bill Garrett it's adorable I love to see it
0: yeah, I said before here to Amal, our boss, was watching with us, and I was like, you can tell those guys are still beer-drinking buddies, just the way they like look at each other. And the fact Bill Guerin came out to Edmonton, did he just fly with the boys from Minnesota?
2: Yeah, I mean, he must have just stayed here, you know? <laughs> like, uh, just come back in with the boys? Yeah, yeah 100%. Right. Why not? Hey, give Billy Garen once an oiler, always an oiler. Get him on the plane.
0: Once get an him. oiler, always an oiler. Shout out, Ryan Whit Whitney. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was something that I, I kind of glanced over there. What's the carnival
2: you were just talking about? What is that? Carnival of Champions? I don't think I know what that is. Oh, man, it was the best. So back in the day, the Oilers and the then Eskimos, now Elks, they used to hold this thing called the Carnival of Champions where you could buy tickets. It was at Rexall Place or whatever it was called at that time, Northlands, I bet. And you would go in there and you could play games, quote unquote, like you could play games with the Oilers. I remember they had a little chunk of a fake ice in the corner of where the rink is. I shot on Freddie Brathwaite. You know you could shoot on bill ranford it was cool and you would stand in line and play these games or you would throw a football through tires with whoever the quarterback was for the football team at that point like it was a really cool opportunity to interact with your heroes you could get your pictures taken with a bunch of them i got my picture taken with doug waite marius Trukowski. it was the best time especially if you were like a younger fan like i was at that time when they would do those it just cemented you as an Oilers fan for life because you got a little bit of their time. You got to interact with them for just a couple of minutes. And it was all great. It was so much fun. My dad used to take me, you know, as much as we could go because it used to be an annual event. And it's just such a bummer that they don't do it anymore. So if you're my age, mid-30s or older, I guarantee you remember Carnival of Champions and just having the best time there as a kid. It was a great, great event.
0: That sounds that sounds awesome. That sounds so cool. I wanna I wanna play games with Connor McDavid. I don't know if they would do that No, uh, this time. But as I said before, I was a member of the McJr Oilers fan club. But that doesn't sound mine wasn't nearly as cool as that. I just got autographs. But, yeah. Yeah. Was- I see Gina in here said, WTF, that's so sick. I wish. What was the name of the football team at that time? It was the Eskimos, brother. Well, okay, that does it for the Alberta Blue Cross. Good, bad, and oily segments for tonight. It was a lot more bad and oily, I think, than good out there on the ice. But that leads me to my next thing where I'm very curious because I want to get it from everybody in here as well. Everybody's kind of being very general for their bads, just saying everything. I want to know some specifics. And some specifics that we can get into here is our hot and cold performers brought to you by DoorDash. Say it. Ding dong. Thank you. There it is. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code all capitals NATION25 DoorDash the best. I love saying ding dong. I love when I see their commercials on during the game. I keep considering ordering some Wendy's. I already had, I think, two or three Wendy's burgers today at the office. Yeah, they were doing and picked them up. So I'm feeling extra fat today. But if somebody else wants to maybe get some comfort food, DoorDash some stuff. Uh, bag Milk, you a big DoorDash guy?
2: Always. I'm DoorDashing right now as we speak. I'm going to get myself some kind of like... I ordered 20 Nuggies today. Went to Wendy's, got some nuggets. You got to do it. Ordered them via DoorDash. I think I might do another 20. I was asking people on Twitter, Aaron, I didn't care about the Oilers game at one point. I was just curious how many nuggets people feel like they could crush all at at once. I'm thinking I could do 40 in a sitting.
0: You know, that's very funny you say that. One time I had two of my buddies. We'd had a couple of suds, you could say, and they were arguing about who could eat more nuggets in one sitting. So I didn't pay for beers. So I ordered 140 nuggets, and they were each able to just get over 50, and by the end, they both wanted to puke. So 40. Not totally off there.
2: Listen, th- now we I know they're not on this show, but with our partnership at Wendy's, maybe this is something that we do with The Office. I want to see who can eat the most nuggets at HQ.
0: Spicy nuggets, too. That'd be even better. That's a whole new realm to be added in there. Yep. <laughs> there I'm you
2: ahead. go.
0: But yeah, so DoorDash, my hot performer of the game. We already touched on him a little bit, but I need to give this man his roses. Everybody's saying we need to cut him and send him down. I know some of that's joking, it's Connor Brown for me, man. I really thought he was all over the place. Pat, there was a great visual. Honestly, yeah. you, you kind of look like Connor Brown.
3: A little bit, a little
0: bit. Or Brett Kulak, a nice, a nice, handsome, nice, handsome cross there.
3: I need a little but, redder uh, hair.
0: But Connor Brown had a sh- had a chance right in front of the net in the third period, and he just got, I don't know, a little face wash, or whatever. Mm. But his helmet was all over the place. His red hair was all over <laughs> his face. It was an excellent visual. I thought he played great tonight. BM, do you have any hot performers tonight, or are we strictly cold, ice cold?
4: Oh,
2: it's tough on a night where you get shut out, you know, to come up with a hot performer. I just, I don't know. Everybody, you know, who's the hot performer? Everybody that sat in that building until the very end. Kudos to all you Oilers fans that just sit there and take it. You spent a bunch of money. You went down there for the Hall of Fame evening. You went to enjoy a night at the Oilers game and they get shut out in front of you. All of you that stuck around right till the buzzer, watched until the end of the game at home on your couch, are sitting here in the chat right now on After Dark, you are the hot performers because there was nothing to cheer about.
0: That's right. You're the real MVP, Mm -hmm. to quote Kevin Durant. Uh, I see a lot of people here in the chat saying uh, Skinner. I see Liam, which I think he must be kidding because it doesn't really sound like him. All capitals, panic. I, I haven't hit the button yet, so neither should any of you but as I said, I am hovering right over that thing. Uh, for my cold performer, honestly, I'm going to give this one to the chat. You could you could pick absolutely anybody on the ice there tonight, Pat or BM. Is there anybody that stood out extra bad to you tonight? Like Evan Bouchard, I felt like didn't I mean, didn't play enough for me to actually think that he was that bad. So maybe that's a good performer. Bag Milk, any cold performers that stood out to you this evening?
2: I'm just going to give it collectively, a collective cold performer to the power play. They looked completely disjointed. They couldn't really produce much of anything in terms of like a high quality, high danger chance. So instead of picking out an individual, because pretty much everyone was bad, you said it, Aaron, the collective power play gets my cold performer of the night. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Yep. Uh Patrick, anybody stand out to you? Or are we just going with this yeah. is the easiest DoorDash hot and cold performer ever? Uh, nobody good, nobody hot. Everybody cold.
3: I do agree with the collective, but I my mind just goes to the moment where Broberg was trying to skate backwards and he got his ankles broken by a simple
4: oh, stick handle. yeah. <laughs> that,
3: was, that was it for me. I didn't like that. So.
0: Yeah, I got to say, uh, so it was Alexi Lafreniere who was yeah, coming Lafreniere. down the right wing, and Broberg had great position in front of him. I felt like Lafreniere did like the most basic shell move to like go like, go like that, and Broberg, I don't know what he saw. He poked. He bit. He got cooked, and he fell back, and he blew up everywhere. That was so hard to watch, Bag Milk. Thank God they didn't score on that, right? No. Yeah, they didn't score on that, but we got out of that unscathed. But that's a visual. That's that's what you get when you're playing your young defenseman, top four minutes. And, hey, I mean, people in the chat, I've never seen Evan Bouchard do that. I guess that's positive. Yeah?
2: Yeah, I mean... If we had concerns coming into the season, it was going to be the overall depth on D, especially on the right side. And um, the options are just limited about who plays where, right? Like, there was a moment tonight where I was looking at the screen and Broberg and Bouchard were the pairing out on the ice. And I was like, oh boy, this is either going to go okay or we're in for an adventure. And thankfully, they got through it just fine. But it is, it is a struggle right now. It is a struggle on D and the Oilers are just, they they just, I don't want to blame the system, but I do want to blame something. And they just, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but they're just not dialed in.
0: Tell me in the chat where I need to direct all of my anger, because I have a lot of it right now. I see number one fan. He pointed out face-off losses on the power play. Yep. That was definitely, you want to keep, I'm, I'm, with the great power play that we have, the face-off is just so integral. Integral? So I, think, I, like I think that's that. the word. I think that's the word. I like the comment from Salty Dylan here. <laughs> Calculated defensive masterclass by Broberg. Hey, scoreboard. Didn't let one in right there. So maybe maybe it shocked Lafreniere that much too that he was able to just walk in right there. I see Chris Wardbag, Milk. I want to pick your brain on this one. He said, time to ditch the new system? Question mark. Where do you kind of come out on that one?
2: I wonder about that. Is there like a just reset factory settings? Is there something like that that we can push? Because I don't know what's going on right now, but I have the Oilers have never been a great defensive team, let's be honest, but this year they look extra porous, to be kind. So I don't know, maybe you got to do a factory reset, get get back to the default settings, because what's going on right now is not working.
0: My default setting is drop it back to 97 on the power play and let them do all the work. So I would love to get back to default settings right now. Once again, what is what are we at for likes right now? We're at 73. People, I need 24 more. We all have to do our part to get Connor McDavid back on the ice. It's actually BM, that's maybe that's a good question to lead into this right now. Our next game, it's gonna be Sunday. It's gonna be against the Calgary Flames. They are also not having a great start to the season. I did confirm you, in fact, cannot tie. So somebody has to walk out of uh, Commonwealth with a W on Sunday. Where is your confidence level heading in?
2: Emotional damage. That's where my confidence level is. I just, I've got none. The the thing is, both teams are rolling into the Heritage Classic on four game (laughs) losing streaks. This is not the Heritage Classic the NHL had planned for this year. I can promise you that. They're like, oh, Battle of Alberta, both teams. Hopefully, they're going to be good. Oilers are going to be good. Hopefully, the Flames rebound after a tough season. This is going to be the best, but I don't know. We'll see. Like In terms of where's my confidence, I don't have any. I don't have any, but I know Flames fans feel the same way. They booed the Flames off the ice tonight after losing three zip to uh, St. Louis, so things are not going well in Alberta, but... I'm hoping that in front of the home crowd, everybody's going to be jacked up to be outside. Everybody's going to be excited to be there, that hopefully we can kind of power the Oilers into game mode for the first time all season.
0: I do think it's pretty awesome that if we're going to lose 3-0, I'm dragging the Calgary Flames down with us too. And they also lost by a score of 3 nothing to the St. Louis Blues. I guess in continuing with the talk about Sunday, it's been a discussion. We've seen Stuart Skinner's new pads. I guess the question, we haven't seen Jack Campbell's pads. The question is, who are you going to start in net on Sunday? I don't think, oh yeah, look at those bad boys look right there. Him. He even did a little hit with Gene Principe today. Yeah. And he was wearing them while he was doing the hit. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty neat. But uh, BM, who would you be rocking with in
2: net on Sunday at Commonwealth Stadium? It's got to be Skinner, right? Yeah. Has to be. Like tonight, Skinner was fine in net tonight. You know, I think that the game would have been ultimately been worse had Skinner not been in net, And he was dialed in for the most part, I would say. But the last performance, we all watched it together at the office on Saturday night against Winnipeg. He was fine in that game outside of, you know, adventure time. Adventure time turned out poorly. But Overall, Stuart Skinner was fine in that game against the Jets. So I think he is the better of our two options right now. You gotta go with the better goaltender. I don't care about this back and forth rotation that Woody's doing right now. It's gotta be Stu.
0: Yep. Patrick, where do you come out on that one?
3: Yeah,
2: I agree with that. I
3: I I maybe it's just me. I don't have a lot of trust in Campbell right now. And I think Skinner played fine tonight. I think you gotta just roll with them. I don't know, maybe as well. Cause he's kind of got the hometown vibe to it. Yeah. But I think that's
0: why I'm starting
3: him. Yeah. I think you start
0: Skinner on Sunday. I see March in here has the same idea. He said overall Stu has been much better. Plus he's the homegrown talent. It's a win win. Yeah, I agree. The pads look sick. I do think he's a better goalie. I said it before. He's my one. A Jack Campbell will be one B until he can show me that he can string together five good games in a row. He did that last year at some points. So we have seen the ability to do it, but I'm rocking with Stuart Skinner. Everybody in here. Mark Moore said, start the Zamboni driver. Let's call up David Ayers. Let's see what he's up to. I'm sure he's not very busy, and we'll get him out there. Yeah, never mind. Start Skinner. No, Pat, it's not just you, said Final (laughs) Buzzer. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, Speaking into existence, Sunday is the start of a one-game win streak. I think that guy had a mistype right there. I said, oh, nice. You threw it in the chat. So we got a, We got a poll in the chat here of who we should start on Sunday. I already see Stuart Skinner is racking him up to start out that fast.
3: Should I have made Picard an option?
0: <laughs> I did make the joke today <laughs> that uh, little, little, little wrench in the plan. We're starting Calvin Pickard on Sunday. I really hope that doesn't come to that. I'm confident in Sunday. Like, I know we have no reason to be. Maybe it's a (laughs) blind fandom fan is short for fanatic, so I'm allowed to be a crazy person. But I just think that, you know, 5 p.m. Sunday, all the hype that's going into this game, if these boys cannot show up for this one on Sunday, panic button, it's getting hit because you got to have all your ducks in a row and come out strong for that one, Bag Milk.
2: You got. If you cannot get fired up for a game where there's going to be like 60,000 people in the building... You, I don't know what you're doing. You are a professional athlete. You shouldn't need people to fire you up to play the games. But right now the Oilers need something and it has to be from us. I feel like we have to take a bigger role as fans in getting them going because nothing is happening right now. But you're 100% right. If you cannot get fired up for a Heritage Classic at Commonwealth Stadium in your city that is going to be packed with Oilers fans, then we've got major, major problems.
0: Yep. So uh, finally here, let me get in another little shout out to our friends at Wendy's. We love Wendy's. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and daily face off. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that have you savoring the true taste of victory. But... If your fantasy team doesn't deliver you a W, get the new Wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered to your door with what you might get that delivered? DoorDash.
2: Dingo. (laughs) I was late on the draw on that one.
0: (laughs) So be ready to sign up to play Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor. It's starting here. We've got weekly prizes. It's going to be a good time. I'd like to test my trivia knowledge against a, a genius like yourself bag milk, but... I would be doing the people a disservice if I had you on the show right now. I didn't ask to speak to the Dark Lord himself. Satan, are you there?
4: I've been waiting this whole time for you to call for me. All I want is to talk about how sad you are, and how it turns Satan on, and how your anger about the Oilers makes my nipples hard. I love everything that's going on here. I love the Wendy's ad read. They wanted Satan in the Wendy's ad read. I love how bad the Oilers are right now. I love how bad of a time you're all having. This is the best thing that I've ever seen in my 9,000 years of life.
0: Satan, so if you were to punish an Edmonton oiler on the ice, we won't name any names, I don't know, what do you think could be the proper, I don't know, I feel like Satan gives a good a good kick in the ass, so he gets you back in your game. Satan, which Edmonton oiler needs the biggest kick in the ass right now?
4: All of them need a kick in the ass. Let's be honest, every single guy in there. I will grow 20 legs because I am Satan. I can do whatever I want just to kick every player in the ass. And then what I'll do is I'll disembowel them and I'll eat their juicy innards in front of their teammates and friends. We're getting a little dark now. I can tell it's making Pat uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pat, Pat, are you making me a little uncomfortable? That's Uh, that's just the Dark Lord Luther himself.
3: No, you're good. They deserve it.
0: I'm seeing a couple Hail Satans
4: in the chat right now. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. But uh, yeah. thank you. The oh, Lord God. has supporters everywhere. In the Oilers Nation chat, everybody loves it. When I go down to Calgary to talk to those guys in their postgame show, it's all sexy. And they're like, hey, Satan, let's get oiled up. Let's get lubed up and have a good time. But over here in Oilers country, everybody's angry, and I love it.
0: Well, there he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Dark Lord himself. I love when Satan comes and joins us. Honestly, it's better when Satan joins us after a loss because it just doesn't really feel right. After AW, (laughs) see a lot of people in here saying, Hail, this is getting getting crazy in here now. We're going too far. Out of context, this chat makes no sense right now. Oh, my God. Um, I guess final thing for me that I want to ask, actually, and I will ask Satan this, Score prediction
4: for Sunday evening. Well, actually, if you want to know my actual score prediction, both teams are so bad that I imagine a meteor hits the stadium in a 0-0 tie. Nobody wins. Everybody loses. Satan has a good laugh. (laughs) That
0: was a sick Satan laugh there on on the exit there. Patrick, score prediction?
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I want to, I want to drop it low to like a, like a two one, but I'm feeling like maybe some juices will be flowing because it's an outdoor game. I'm just trying to stay positive. I
0: love it. We're grasping the straws. We'll do I it. I know.
3: Let's go three two Edmonton. Yeah. I fell th- it up a little.
0: I think for myself, my prediction, I don't know every outdoor game. I know Edmonton, I think arguably has the best ice in the league, but you still are outdoors. It's, there's the elements. You can't always account for the elements. So that does make me think that the ice, I don't know, it should be a little choppier, which makes me think the under. I still will not bet it. You will not catch me doing that on Betway 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. But I'm going to go with a 3-1 Oilers victory and an empty net goal. I want to say by Dylan. I'm just going to say a goal by Dylan Holloway. Please, please, please. Did we ask Satan his prediction? I think we did, right?
4: Yeah, I told you that the whole stadium was going
0: <laughs> to oh, I get scared every time you talk. Good. <laughs> Glad. It makes well, uh, sense. Thank you, uh, Satan, for that. If you could have Bag Milks
2: join us again just for one quick second.
4: Two
0: yeah.
2: star goodbyes. Hey, there he is. Right? Did, I,
4: you, I, did, did
2: you pick it. up your DoorDash? Oh, yeah. I just had to go grab that. 20 more Nuggos going down the hatch. Thank you, Wendy's. Boom, oh, baby. We love that. Well, I think this is...
0: This is as much as I can talk about this game. I need to go home and rewatch mm-hmm. some of the tape. I said after the last, after dark, I didn't think I was nearly mean enough to the Oilers because I don't know it's tough right after, right? You're just trying to get right into it. And then I went home and I rewatched some of those goals and like the Joel Eriksson-Ek one. And I said to Pat, I wanted to go live again to just start going off again. but we'll we' we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll put this one to the side for now. Once again, we'll be back tomorrow. For Oilers Nation every day at noon. I believe we have Frank Saravoli live in studio, inside the sports closet studio. So that's Alba Friday. Everyone's in Edmonton right now for this Heritage Classic. It really feels, really feels like just that sweet time of the year. It would have been nice to get a dub tonight to maybe have some juices flowing. But that was not the case. I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors once again. Crown Royal. They are the best. I'm pouring myself a crown and cola the moment I get home uh doordash they're great wendy's you're the best and of course betway 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 19 plus please play responsibly oh before we go for betway yes uh borgie's bankroll did not hit tonight i think everybody felt pretty confident with hyman one plus assist but when you don't score a single goal it's pretty hard to get an assist bag milk did
2: you have any success on betway this evening uh nope nope I uh not only did I not have success Aaron I am going to have to do a shame reload before no. the uh, classic so things did not go well for me today I was betting on a bounce back or at least a goal you know unfortunately it uh, just did not happen way she goes sometimes
0: yeah beggars can't be choosers I see here the poll we have finally ended and with 87 votes Stuart Skinner wins. With seventy-one percent of the vote. I wish it was seventy-four percent, but oh. hey, we'll take we'll take what we can. What's the like set right now? Eighty-eight people. Those are rookie numbers. We gotta bump those numbers up to 97. Don't make me stay live for this much boy <laughs> longer. I wanna go home. I gotta be back here at nice and early in the morning. I also saw in the chat here Leafs Nation popped in. So yep. shout out to them. I do the Leafs Morning Take Show, everybody. So try not to be mean to them. But they said that Bordado was handsome. So I, I appreciate that. I assume that's Nick Alberga. I assume that's him. Mm. Behind the scenes, BM, you got anything more? Will I try and kill time for these likes to count, to come in?
2: All I just need the Oilers to remember that they're good. Because right now they're playing like they don't know that they're supposed to be good. I don't want to buy into this. Like the expectations, things are weighing them down. I don't want any excuses I'm seeing in the chat. I can't wait to go watch it after that. Uh, it sounded like Jay uh, Jay Woodcroft took some heat in the post game presser, so I'm excited to hear to see that to watch that to see how the questions went. I, it's just dire around here, boys. We got to finish off on some kind of positive. No, you have to. We have to. We you think people.
0: so. PM, I'd like you, your homework tonight is to go write a strongly worded letter for the Edmonton Oilers locker room telling them why they are good. You got to get that mojo back. Remember Stella? She got her groove back. Like, we got to do the same thing. Austin Powers lost his mojo.
2: We got to get the mojo back, right? Exactly. We need the mojo back. You know what they need? They need a line brawl or something. Like I need something who oh, yeah. rallies the troops together that makes them all feel like we are one, like three musketeers, but 20 of them. I need some kind of line brawl, something that brings the boys together. We need one of those moments. We need something. We need a Hail Mary to come through for us here. Yep.
0: Yeah, people, I'm seeing 94 likes. We are oh so close. It's not Ryan Smith that we're trying to will back to being healthy. It's Connor McDavid. Smash that button. Um, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Discord I see in here. I'm sure the Discord tonight. Sorry, Pat, I got sidetracked yeah, there. Yeah, all good. Uh, the Discord, I'm sure, is absolutely bumping right now with takes. It always is during the game. I know you guys love the Discord, but I appreciate during the game when you talk in the YouTube chat because it's so much easier for me to go back and read that when we're doing the show instead of Discording. But hey, hey. You gotta fire off your takes somewhere. You need to be heard. I won't stop you. You do what you've got to do. Once again, Oilers Nation. Every day tomorrow, and then it's a nice two-day break for the Oilers and myself. To be completely honest with you, Friday and Saturday off. Let's go. Maybe maybe I'll see you, at Greta. I will see you, at Greta, on Sunday. That's for sure, though. Bag milk. You're going to the game, right, on Sunday? Yeah, of course.
2: One hundred percent. I will be there. And I will All be. I believe
0: so. I'm not entirely sure on the After Dark and pre-game and schedule here yet, but here I'll let you know what I know. We're a family, everybody. It is that uh, I think I will be doing pregaming with Boardsy live from Greta, I believe at 3 p.m. Now, once again, the boss from Greta is going to be leaving at 3 p.m., so you won't get to watch the pregame show live. But we recommend everybody come to Greta nice and early. There's football on all day, buddy. I might be there at 11 a.m. Just what else am I going to be doing? If I'm going to have to drive in at some point, I'm going to miss football. So Mm -hmm. might as well drive in at 10 in the morning. So we're going to do that. I was able to get a ticket to the Heritage Classic with some of the Nation crew. So I will be going to the game live, boots on the ground. I'm going to dress warm. And then I will be getting – I'm not getting a police escort, but I think uh, one of our or one of our uh, hardworking people here at the office will be picking me up from the game, and then going back to Greta to do Oilers Nation after dark. So that way, we're gonna have some we'll have some insider information about what it was like at Commonwealth. We can talk it all through. Hopefully, you all come to Greta live to come hang out, and we can have a couple beers together and celebrate a W. So that's the plan for right now, tentatively. If that changes. I'll tweet some out. I don't use Twitter all that much, but I will. I'll put it on Instagram. I'll get Tyler too. Or the Nation account. We'll be covered from there. And boom, I see 98 likes. That's one extra that we needed that gave me a perfect amount of time to explain this. And with that, I want to say I appreciate all of you in the chat. I hope you put your phones down, lay your head on your pillow, close your eyes, try and think of, try and think of better times that really didn't seem so long ago. And, hey, we're going to get through this together, and it's all going to start on Sunday night. Thank you, everybody. Good night, and I'll see you tomorrow at noon.